Welcome to Slice of Life. Because a bite was not enough, you've listened to Brenda's Bites for years, and now Brenda is expanding her show to include lifestyle happenings from around the region. Now here's your host, Brenda Alacy. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to yet another edition of Slice of Life right here every Saturday morning from 9 to 9.30. I really look forward to doing the show each week, and uh, I get the chance to talk to a lot of interesting people. Today, we're going to talk with Elizabeth Carey, a very familiar voice and face in Buffalo media. But Elizabeth is at the AAA and has been there for four years already, would you believe? Her title is a pretty lofty one, Director of Public Relations and Corporate Communications for the AAA of Western New York. We're going to talk about some safety tips and some other things that are happening. There's so many things that they cover at the AAA. And when Elizabeth sent me some notes, I was like, wow, this is a lot more than I anticipated. So we'll get into that in just a moment. And later in the show, we'll talk with Charles Casiglia, who is with Lakeside funeral home and the Curtin funeral home and he is a life guardian a life story guardian to be exact and we'll get into some of the details about what that means and what this gentleman does at his family-run business at a very difficult time in people's lives when we lose loved ones uh, there's nothing like the impact of that and uh, we'll talk to Charles about what they do a little differently in his business but first Elizabeth welcome back to the show great to have you on board oh thank you so much looking forward to being here Brenda great Elizabeth Carey is in the house AAA of Western New York and I can't believe it's been four years what exactly do you do do you try to get the word out yeah so you know I a lot of people remember when I was a reporter on the news on TV and I loved that and then I kind of thought about what should I be doing next and this opportunity came up at AAA and it just worked out perfectly because uh, there's a lot of different newsy information. There's travel, there's insurance, there's automotive, there's traffic safety. So yeah, I do all the public relations, write the press releases, handle all the reporter requests, and um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. That's great. And how nice for them to have somebody who can handle multiple projects at once, because for those of us who work in the media, you learn to multitask quickly. (laughs) It actually might be not such a good thing, because I have trouble saying no. I'm like, sure, I can do that. Yeah, Yeah, I can do that. And I call it the juggling (laughs) act, like somehow it all gets done. A lot of plates spinning, (laughs) for sure. You know, on our sister station, Elizabeth, we're running some commercials about traffic safety on KISS 98.5. And we were gearing those commercials and those messages to younger folks. But it really applies to everybody, right? It really does. And with Memorial Day looming, um, you had told me some interesting information. I mean, it's a very dangerous time on the road. But you said it's uh, among the 100 deadliest days for teen drivers uh, with Memorial Day coming up. How is that the case? How did people realize that? Unfortunately, that's a phrase that AAA coined because the period between Memorial Day and Labor Day are the 100 deadliest days for teen drivers. We see teen uh, traffic crashes go up by about 14%. Wow. So we try to remind everyone that this is a very dangerous time. Uh, Kids are out of school. They're having this new freedom. They have the summer off. It's a great time for them to be enjoying themselves. They get the keys to the car. They're out. They want to have fun. But we want to remind everyone to put the phones down because you really can't be distracted behind the wheel. You're controlling a motor vehicle. Uh, that's a very serious responsibility. Uh, so when you look at some of the research, uh, drivers who um, text are twice as likely to crash. If you look away from your phone for just two seconds, you're twice as likely to crash. Um, and it used to just be people, you know, talking on the phone or shooting a quick text. But now these young people are inundated with Snapchat and Instagram, all these different social media apps. They're making videos while they're driving and it, it just has to come to a stop. So we partner with the state police and other groups to try and raise awareness. And it's really tempting to just glance at your phone for a moment. We think, oh, I'm just going to look for a second. It's not going to make any difference. And and I'm guilty of it sometimes, too. But when you read the statistics, it's really an eye-opening situation. Well, Do you, you find know, it's mostly younger people or everybody across the board? Well, it is everyone across. 
across the board. Uh, you know, people of all ages are using their phones. We are all addicted to t- our telephones, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, but young people, they've grown up with this technology. They so, don't know any differently. Yeah. It's been in their hands since they were babies. So they have to understand that they need to put it down when they're behind the wheel. And AAA has done a ton of research on this. And uh, the majority of drivers say, yeah, I have used the phone behind the wheel. But at the same time, the majority say, I think this is a very serious threat to my own safety. But they're still doing it. Yes. That temptation is there. So we just remind everyone, uh, put the phone in the back seat. Put it in the trunk where you can't even get your hands on it. Use the app or, you know, on the iPhone, the opportunity to have it given an automatic message that you're driving and right. you can't answer right now to try and keep everyone safe. I see more and more of that now. If I'm texting a friend or something, I'll get that quick response. Uh, sorry, I'm driving now. I'll respond when I have a moment or something like that. And I think, you know, that's a good idea. And it's a good reinforcement not to text when you're driving. Um, it's funny you mentioned about the cell phones, how they're so prevalent now. And kids grew up with them. Remember back in the day on the old Seinfeld episode, they had that big box. It was oh, like yeah. a shoe box. <laughs> and that was the phone. And it was such a novel idea at the time. I remember being a radio reporter and having a pager and we thought that was oh yeah yeah i had the beeper i felt (laughs) really official when i had my beeper um when it comes to um your advocacy for distracted driving you host summits for that too right it's not just that you preach this but you actually host a summit yes so we're actually hosting a summit in june about impaired driving so that could be anything from drinking and driving to illegal drug use to prescription drug use over the counter uh mixed with a prescription you might be taking Uh, we see this more and more and a lot of people aren't aware of how this could be affected their driving so uh, we're bringing in some big name speakers that's going to be taking place in june hoping to just raise awareness in the community again to improve safety where will you hold this elizabeth Uh, that's gonna headquarters? Be at, it's going to be actually at Salvatore's because we need oh. a little more space for that. Yeah. So you can have a nice meal or some uh, lovely appetizers at Salvatore's and learn about safety. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up, too, because it's so easy to be distracted by different things. And I was uh, victimized by that. And in, in fact, two years ago this month, I was rear-ended by a, a distracted driver. She said she was lost, and I suspect she was looking at her phone. She hit me going around 45, 50 miles per hour. So uh, it was a frightening, horrible experience still being treated for the uh, consequences of that injury Uh, and it can happen in a moment your life can change in a moment it can and when you think about it oh i'm just going to look at the quick text you don't realize how long you're actually looking at the phone and you're distracted before we move off of the uh, traffic safety uh, issue you have a driving school that AAA offers as well how does that work yes it will be very busy this summer uh, with driving instructors teaching the young teens how to drive uh, driving lessons in car instruction uh, the classroom instruction and i also, for all ages, they do driver evaluations for senior drivers to make sure that they're staying safe and being able to operate the vehicle. Maybe they need some adjustments made so they're safer behind the wheel. And, of course, the insurance point reduction. If you have a speeding ticket or something, you want to take a class uh, to drop your in- insurance points so you can get your insurance reduction. So that's helpful, too. Good motivation right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when I think of AAA, Elizabeth, I never thought about all this traffic safety uh, information. I thought about trip ticks way back in the day when you'd go there and try to get some travel information and also automotive help. Uh, when people come, if you have a flat tire or if you break down on the road, is that what people commonly perceive is what you do? Yes. People say, oh, yeah, you're the people that come help us when we're on the side of the road. Everyone right. thinks, you know, up, oh, you break down, what's AAA's number? Um, but there is so much more than that. But at the same time, you know, Memorial Day is coming up, reminding people to get the car checked over before those summer road trips. Because even with today's technology, the most common calls that we get are for the flat tires, the dead batteries, and still keys locked in the car. Really? Yeah. Even with all the automatic stuff we have and the fact that you're 
your car won't lock if the key's in the car. Those are still the top still. three. Somehow it happens. So have you learned how to use that stick? I Luckily, <laughs> I don't have to do that, but we have a great crew that will handle that for us. I thought maybe you uh, that was a side benefit. I don't know. The stick, I'm sure there's a, that's the technical name, right? I'm, I've I'm driven along for a day just to see what it's like out there right. on the road. Oh, and um, Yeah, you get to see all the hard workers out there. Oh, so. I bet. And I never envy those folks, uh, you know, in the dead of winter and when WBEN calls you and said, you know, how many calls have you gotten? And there's just this, no pun intended, flurry of calls in the winter. It's a tough job to go out and, you know, in the blowing snow and the frigid temps. Yeah, the snow is one thing that I've learned that the cold temperatures are the worst because the bad, dead batteries out there and then, you know, the guy's got the frozen fingers. They're trying to work as fast sure. as they can. But What yeah. about motorcycles and bikes? Do you have coverage for that? Um, well, we do. So, first of all, if you're a cyclist riding a bicycle, um, you get coverage with your AAA membership. And that started a couple of years ago. So, if you break down, if you're out cycling, uh, you just call AAA. We'll pick you and your bike up and take mm. you to a repair shop or to your home. Um, and then, as far as motorcycle coverage, that's included as well with certain um, membership levels. And that we have a special truck that comes out, can put the motorcycle right on there and get you to a safe spot. And we take part in different events like Ride for Roswell with the bicycles. Sure. We'll be on standby to help if people break down. It's a great idea, too. When you think about the number of bikes that converge all at once, there's got to be a reason, uh, you know, that some would break down. And we mentioned motorcycles, Elizabeth. It's uh, particularly dangerous on the roads, I think, uh, in today's day and age because of all the distractions and the potholes and everything else that's coming at you. Uh, what do you recommend for folks who ride bikes, motorcycles, that is. Well, for those who ride motorcycles, of course, you want to make sure you wear a helmet, which is required in New York State. But also, it's a two-way street. Drivers of motor vehicles also have to be aware of the motorcycles. It's motorcycle season. You need to make sure you give them extra space. You want to make sure if it's raining out or there's, uh, you know, uneven pavement, things like that, that they can actually come to a stop. So you don't want to stay right on top of that motorcycle. Give them some space. They deserve the right of the road as well. Absolutely. Keep an eye out for those hogs on the road. And before we close, Elizabeth, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about AAA Travel, the largest travel agency in upstate New York, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We send people around the globe, uh, all different places. You know, we, right now we're seeing people asking about the Outer Banks, um, heading down to uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, heading down, of course, to Orlando is of always course. popular year-round. <laughs> Right. And then a lot of people taking cruises. There's some great cruise deals out there. We have worked in partnership with the folks at AAA for a long time. Sandy Beach has taken listeners on trips. As a matter of fact, he's on one right now. So there's nothing quite like getting all of that information from AAA. It makes you feel that there's a comfort level because they know what they're doing. You certainly know the the ropes about, you know, good old-fashioned online, online services, um, where you've sent people, what they're looking for in trips, whether it's to Europe or in, in other spots around the globe. Well, you can spend hours online trying to research yourself or just go to AAA. It's not going to cost you any more. They'll get you a, probably a better deal and special perks with it and let them do the work for you. But the whole point is that AAA is with you before, during, and after your trip. If something goes wrong on the trip, you just call your travel consultant. They'll take care of it for you. They'll reroute you wherever you need to go. If you booked online, you're going to be scrambling. You make a point, too, about immersive experiences with trends that we're seeing in the travel world. And for me, again, I can speak from experience that... I don't really need more stuff in my house. I don't need more, you know, actual articles of clothing or knickknacks, but I do want experiences. So last month, for example, my husband and I went to Dublin, and it was so great going to Ireland to enjoy that experience. And I saw the pictures online. I loved them it, on social media. Thank you. It was so much fun to do that, and I'd much rather have the experience than another, you know, tangible object. Do you find that to be true nowadays? That's the most popular trend right now, people wanting to have these experiences, culinary travel, being involved yes. in cultural travel, really experience 
experiencing the destination and sharing it on social media. I call it the social media effect. People say, oh, wow, they went where? I saw that on Instagram. I can do that, too. That's within my reach. Let's book it. So, you know, it encourages more people. It's a great conduit to AAA and everything you offer. Well, you'll have to come back because the time always flies while you're on the show. Elizabeth Carey, Director of Public Relations and Corporate Communications. Have a wonderful summer, my friend. Thank you for coming in. Take care. Safe travels, everyone. Yes, indeed. We'll be back right after this. Are you a fan of succulent hand-carved beef and turkey? Do you like having fish fries available every day? Then come experience fresh, scratch-made favorites at the historic Glen Park Tavern in the heart of Williamsville. The Glen Park Tavern's hand-carved beef and turkey are available in-house or for parties as well. Enjoy a delicious selection of hearty salads, sides, and soups seven days a week. Visit the Glen Park Tavern on Main near Cayuga in Williamsville. It's not just a meal, it's an experience. Get ready for the best day of your life at Gratwick Park as Alternative Buffalo 1077 and Liberty Cab present Brews on the Water 2019 featuring American authors. And in the valley below. Sample from over 100 craft brews and soak in the sun at Gratwick Park on July 27th for Brews on the Water presented by Liberty Cab. Ride local, ride Liberty. Tickets on sale now at AlternativeBuffalo.com. If you have news about the latest happenings around the Buffalo Niagara region, contact Brenda during the week at 843-0651. That's 843-0651. Thanks for tuning in to Slice of Life. Now back to your hostess with the mostess, Brenda Alacy. And welcome back to this edition of Slice of Life. Thanks so much for tuning in today. Hope the weekend is off to a good start. We're here every Saturday from 9 to 9.30. If you have any questions or want to suggest a guest to me, feel free to reach me directly at 843-0651, 843-0651. Tip of the hat to Kevin Carr for making sure all the right buttons are pushed week in and week out. The K Carr on the job with us. Well, it's a pleasure to welcome for the first time Charles Castilla, who is with the Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home, to Slice of Life. Charles, good morning and welcome. Welcome. Glad to be here. So nice to have you here, Charles. And I met you uh, just several weeks ago, and I was blown away by the array of services you offer at Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home, which is located on Union Road in West Seneca, correct? What's the actual street address? We actually have two locations. We have uh, 1340 Union Road in West Seneca, which is right next to the town hall. Right. And we have 4199 Lakeshore Road in Hamburg, New York, which is our original location. And you work primarily out of the West Seneca location? No, I'm at, we're you, at both locations. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure you're busy. And I have to say, congratulations are in order because you have just been named Executive of the Year from the uh, Veteran Funeral Care Network. And that's for people like you who are in this business who have helped people who are veterans who have passed away and their families, obviously. It truly is a tremendous honor. The Veteran Funeral Care Network is a group of uh, funeral homes all across the country who focus on caring for the veterans. It doesn't mean we solely focus on them, but it's one of the areas that we really give particular attention to. You must feel so honored to be cited because it's it's other people from around the country are also in the mix, correct? Yeah, the award's going to be presented in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, we're very excited about this. Um, 
very difficult to really do get in honor something like that for this because we just want to help our veterans. We want to do these things to help them in ways that maybe people are overlooking them. Right. Um, a lot of people didn't realize that during the government shutdown that the Coast Guard uh, was not getting paid. All the other branches of service were getting paid, but the Coast Guard was not because it fell under the Department of Homeland Security and they were cut off not receiving funds. So we advertised out in the community and we asked people to come bring $20 gift cards for Wegmans tops, uh, gas stations, whatever they could come up with to try to help them because they weren't receiving paychecks for a whole month. Well, that's a wonderful thing to do. And people wouldn't necessarily think of a funeral home as kind of spurring that that kind of generosity in the in the community. But you are really a good corporate citizen and a good citizen of this community because you do so many things. And first and foremost, I have to um, cite you for the work that you do with area veterans. Let's talk a little bit about how area veterans can eliminate the cost of internment. So one of the big things that's happening within the next couple of years is the opening of a national cemetery very close by in Pembroke, New York. Mm-hmm. Now that's maybe a half hour away from Buffalo, where the closest cemetery to this point has been Bath, New York, which was a couple hours away. Also, Bath, New York is to the point where it's getting near full, so there's not a lot of room left over there. So the government decided to open another one, and they chose halfway between basically Rochester and Buffalo so that they could service both communities in a meaningful way. So if a veteran was to go out and purchase a grave for him and his spouse, anywhere from 1000 to $2,000 or more for a purchase of a grave, average opening of a grave is fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars $1,500. The average grave liner is about $1,000. So you can have, as a veteran, both you and your spouse can get two free graves, two free openings, two free grave liners, one for each of them, and a stone for both of them, which is worth... $12,000 or so. Wow, and there's no strings attached, right? The person just has to be a veteran and, and the, spouse the, same, the, veteran. Sir, the same uh, deal with the spouse yes. at no additional cost. It costs them zero. Wow, All That's paid amazing. for by the National Cemetery. And I don't think that a lot of people realize that this you know, service exists, if you will. Well, I think for many veterans, they have not been able to feasibly go down to Bath, New York, or somewhere else because it's so far away. But now by having one close by, they're more interested in understanding what benefits are available to them. Now, you've done a lot of other things for veterans, including toy drives, and uh, you have a bench because I know I've been to your location uh, on Union Road in West Seneca. And next to you is the American Legion. You put up a bench to honor those folks as well? Yeah, we just um, purchased a bench to dedicate at the American Legion for them for the veterans to use and proudly display it's really nice it has stars and the stripes in the in the back seat it's got the eagle emblems on the end caps it's really a pretty bench and we do that to help them just to thank them for the service they provided our country isn't it nice that in today's day and age we're seeing that kind of homage to veterans Um, and in the past there were some ugly times when veterans came back from vietnam for instance and now i think there's a whole cultural shift when it comes to veterans do you feel that too Oh, it's absolutely the case. My father-in-law was a Vietnam veteran, and he never really talked about it because when he came home, people were spitting at him. Right. And they didn't show them, not that it was their fault, they were drafted and sent off overseas. Whether the war was popular or not, they served their country. Yeah. Whereas I think patriotism has kind of taken a boost, since, especially since September 11th when our own country was attacked. I think that's a great point, too. We're talking to Charles Castilla from Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home. Charles is the owner, and if you walk into his facility, you'll see a Natalie-dressed gentleman, and that's him. That's Charles. And I want to talk to you, too, about uh, retiring the flag, Charles, speaking of you know, uh, doing things respectfully for veterans. There's a real process with that. How does that work? 
So the Veteran Funeral Care has trademarked this Retiring the Flag with Honor program. And it's really a wonderful program, and especially with this coming up to Flag Day. There's two ways you can legally retire a flag, and it has to be done with dignity. It has to be done individually with each flag. You could either burn it or you can bury it. In this, with that program, Retire the Flag with Honor, we're asking people that have their flags that are tattered and torn and worn, weather-worn to bring it to the funeral home, and we have a barrel where they can place the flag in the barrel for us to use for an additional purpose. Then what we do is we retire that flag with a veteran. So when we bury them or we cremate them, that flag is draped over that veteran's body to give him one more honor. But it also provides that flag one more patriotic duty. It is in accordance with the rules and regulations of the National Veterans Administration. So this has been cleared by them, and it's been worked together with the Veterans Funeral Care. And we're very proud to do this for our veterans. So Flag Day comes up in June, so please come and send us your flags, and we'll be happy to put them to perfectly good use. June 14th. Happens to be my birthday. That's the only reason I can remember that. (laughs) That's great to know that you can retire the flag with dignity, as you say. And I want to point out, too, you do a lot of work with veterans, but your funeral homes are open to everybody, obviously. Yes, we're a full funeral home for all services, all faiths, all community members, all ethnicities. We cover everybody. One of the things that really impressed me about what you folks do at Lakeside Memorial Funeral Home is the Patriot Guard Rider. And you are the only funeral home, if I remember correctly, that offers um, a Harley hearse. In other words, a motorcycle hearse. Yes, we're the only funeral home in Western New York that owns our own Harley Davidson motorcycle hearse. Um, We work very closely with the Patriot Guard Riders. Um, They have a veteran recovery program which was started a few years ago. The New York State Funeral Directors Association, along with veterans groups, created this veteran recovery program, which allows funeral homes to legally turn over unclaimed cremated remains of veterans over to organizations like the Patriot Guard Riders. Then we would transport those veterans for burial uh, with full military honors. And we have been going at this point to Bath, and we've donated our motorcycle hearse to transport those veterans to Bath National Cemetery, although the next ones will start taking place with the new cemetery in western New York. Uh, It's a wonderful program. They provide them an urn. They provide them their stone. They provide the flag presentation, which I've had the honor to receive a flag on behalf of one of those veterans who was unclaimed. Mm -hmm. The oldest veteran I saw died in 1975, so 40 years, over 40 years ago. So do, do you actually put a casket on the hearse? Or we is we it can place urn? it. We can, well, with, the, with that particular program, those are urns. We can, in our hearse, though, we can place a casket. I don't know if you remember seeing Officer Laner's funeral. I do, indeed. So that was on TV all day and right. on the radio, too, but you couldn't see the casket in the hearse on the radio. Um, but we had his casket uh, draped with the American flag and in procession. So we can do the casket, or we have a thing called an urn arc where we can place the urn in the urn arc and transport an urn as well. And when Officer Lander lost his life so tragically in that drowning incident in Charles. It, it really, I thought, you know, showed everybody the type of ceremony and pageantry that's involved with a funeral for a police officer. You must have been honored to be connected to that. It was an honor for every single one of our team. Um, it really was something not expected, uh, We were, but it was something that we were grateful that we had the opportunity to participate in. But more importantly, it was extremely emotional and moving, you know, to drive up Delaware Avenue Mm -hmm. from the arena all the way up to the cemetery and seeing the thousands and thousands of people that were standing, waving American flags, holding the blue line flags. 
you know, in honor of such an amazing man, it's incredible. And we were in tears the whole way. You just couldn't help but be moved by it. I'll tell you, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it and recounting that. It was such a moving time. And there was something about that officer and that story that just seemed to grip this community. Uh, I really appreciate what you did for that gentleman. Uh, before our time is up, you have other things that you do at the uh, funeral home that might be a little mm-hmm. different. You know, you have things called the Life Story Guardian. What does that mean exactly? So when people ask a funeral director what they do, it's normally, I'm a funeral director, and then they run in 500 miles in the other direction <laughs> to get away from me as fast as possible. So we figured, wanted to figure out a way to show what we do and tell people what we do in a very brief way. So when people ask me, what do you do for a living? I'll say, well, I'm a life story guardian. And they're going, what's that? I go, mm-hmm. well, I'm a funeral director who helps a family safeguard, secure, and then share their life story to help people through the grieving journey. And I give them examples. My, my favorite example is we had a gentleman who was a retired uh, police officer who passed away, and he was also a football coach. And when he retired, he turned the old train station in the village of Hamburg into a toy store. Oh, wow. So we, tried, we wrote his story up, all the wonderful things he did, and then at the funeral we gave everybody a whistle because we thought that was the perfect gift for everybody to take so that each person could have a whistle in his memory because it, there's a police whistle, it's a toy, and a coach's whistle. The thing that blessed me the most about that particular story is about six months later, I ran into his wife, and she told me that she wakes up every day with dread because her kids are on busy with their families, and she does see her grandchildren and children all the time, but she misses them. But she goes through the day without her husband. And she told me she wakes up in the middle of the morning. First thing she does is she takes the whistle, and she blows it, and she knows he's going to be with her for the rest of the day. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. Another story with goosebumps here. (laughs) It's really so touching. And the work that you do, especially, you know, obviously we all know what a funeral entails, but to have the family members come to you and talk to you like that months after that is quite amazing. I I really salute you for your work, Charles. And how can people call you? What's your number at Lakeside? So we have two locations. Uh, You can call either phone number. It's uh, 716-627-2919 or 716-674-5776. Or you can go to our website, lakesidefuneralhome.com. Charles Castilla, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Welcome. That'll put a wrap on this edition of Slice of Life, folks. Thanks very much. Until next time, thanks for carving out a slice with me. Thanks for listening. Brenda will be back next Slice of Life on ESPN 1520.